Las Vegas, famous, fabulous playground of the West. A wide open town that never goes to sleep. Vegas! Vegas, baby, Vegas! You're either in or you're out, right now. My best mates are going to Las Vegas this weekend. I'm told it's incredible. Vegas, here we go! Pack your bags and get ready for a different kind of Vegas experience with someone who knows Vegas inside and out. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Hello again from Las Vegas. I'm Stephen Maggi and this is Vegas Never Sleeps. On this week's show, we'll revisit some of the fascinating folks we met last year. Up first, you'll meet again someone who almost single-handedly has revitalized downtown Vegas. His name is Derek Stevens, and he owns the D, the Golden Gate Casino, as well as an entire block that will eventually become a new hotel and casino. Speaking of downtown, you'll want to visit one of the most unique museums in the world that tells the story of Las Vegas through signs. It's the famed Neon Museum just outside of downtown. Want a great meal with a great price? Well, try Lobster Me. There's a couple of these in Vegas, and you'll meet one of the owners. Finally, your Vegas insider, Scott Robin, tells us what happened to Vegas Vicky. Do you ever see something that's kind of stuck in place and think, I can make this so much more? Well, that's exactly what Derek Stevens has done in downtown Las Vegas, opening new and revitalized hotels, bringing in world-class chefs, and providing a boost of excitement. Derek, I was just saying how exciting it is to come down, and after visiting it occasionally uh, off and on while staying at the Strip, it's a different place now. Was this kind of the philosophy when you when you bought the hotels you got involved with and you changed the feel that you were going to try to bring a new excitement to downtown? Well, you know, uh, Steve, I always love coming to Las Vegas. And, uh, you know, when I had an opportunity uh, 10 years ago to, uh, to, to buy into a very small casino called the Golden Gate Hotel and Casino, I, uh, I kind of thought that, um, you know, there were some things that I'd, I'd been thinking about on my various trips. I'm like, why don't we try this? Why don't we try that? And, and, and the nice thing about downtown, it gives you an opportunity to try, try, uh, try quite a few things. Uh, um, not all have worked out, but, uh, but, uh, but quite a few have. And, uh, you know, the one thing, one thing for us that uh, really kind of stands out is that uh, everything we try to do, we try to smile, we try to have a lot of fun and, you know, we just appreciate, you know, when people come down and spend their 48 hours or 72 hours uh, with us, uh, we want to give them a very, very memorable experience. Well, there's a lot of smiles in this place. There's a lot of noise, and I mean that in the best of ways. Just a lot of excitement going on. And yet, there's a whole crowd that we've met that are talking about vintage Las Vegas. It seems like what you're trying to do here is to try to keep some of that, but bring it into the 21st century. Yeah, I mean, downtown Las Vegas is something that's very special. And, uh, you know, when we renovated the Golden Gate, you know, that, that, that's it's the oldest building in all of Las Vegas. It's, its address is 1 Fremont Street. What we tried to do is we tried to provide some modern amenities that every, everyone likes, but still maintain the, the vintage um, Las Vegas feel. And I think Golden Gate's a good example. And, you know, on our, on our future projects, you know, when I bought Fitzgerald's and turned it into the D, we tried to do the same thing. Yeah, and it's really exciting to come to a place that was known before, quite frankly, as 
Some people could get really mean about it, but it was definitely decaying. It was a sign of a, of a bygone era. And now to see this beautiful new building here, people must be excited. I mean, even people that like to come here before. Yeah, I think I think you know when you when you uh, clean things up and uh, and you add you know you, you add a renovation you know the, this building here the D Las Vegas is the tallest building in downtown Las Vegas and we renovated uh, you know from top to bottom all 34 stories so I mean I think everyone likes to have brand new restrooms and uh, brand new brand new decor in the hotel rooms and uh, and you know with, with this casino we have uh, it's somewhat unique because we have a two uh, floor casino so the second floor is more the vintage Vegas floor and the first floor is uh is um um a little more modern uh, a little louder and crazier well and you've also you haven't forgot the entertainment thing there's entertainment going on even in the daytime here and so forth tell us a little about the uh entertainment center you have outside because you brought in some great guests Oh yeah, we uh, right, right, right um, next to the D. We've got the downtown Las Vegas Event Center, and uh, you know we're just coming off a great weekend. Uh, we had Collective Soul playing. We had Goo Goo Dolls, Counting Crows, Rob Thomas from Matchbox Twenty. We had, I mean, we had uh, we had a couple of big events here, and uh, and and I think the the downtown Las Vegas Event Center is something that's really really helped downtown quite a bit. And it's all the casinos, not just ours, but. Uh, um, it just brings so many new people to downtown to 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 see what's been happening, and uh, with all the changes downtown, there's a lot of people like smiling and saying, "Hey, I haven't been down there in a while, but man, did I have a good time." I want to talk a little about you because your philosophy kind of has taken over this entire area, and I've talked spoken to a number of people, and they all say the same thing: "Oh, you're going to talk to Derek Stevens? Uh, he's a character, all positive, but uh, a guy who gets things done." Was that kind of the excitement of coming to downtown where, where you really kind of were working with a blank slate? You know, there's so much that could be done here. You know, I, it's fair to say um, we had some advantages. You know, when I, when I bought in uh, to the Golden Gate, there weren't a lot of customers. It gave you, gave you an opportunity to uh, try a few more things, you know. And, uh, and I think just a combination of, uh, you know, the, my, my brother and I, my, uh, our, my personality, I guess, and then all the people we bring around and um, – you know, as long as everybody's smiling, laughing, have a good time, uh, you know, I, I think that kind of fits in with our culture. Well, you know, and you come from Michigan. You made uh, your whole career back there in Detroit. Seeing what's happened to Detroit and the decay and so forth, is that something that sort of drives you here? It's like, well, you know, maybe you can't make the huge changes you'd like back there. But here, you could take over an area and kind of show what can be done with, with an aggressive approach. Well, you know, I, I'm, I've always been a guy that likes to grow companies. I mean, I, I love growing companies. I love creating opportunities for people. And, uh, and, and it's something that gives me a lot of satisfaction. And in doing it in a manner where, uh, where at the end of the day, everybody can go down to the world-famous long bar and get a drink and talk about the day and watch, watch some sports. And, uh, you know, I, I don't know if you've had a chance to be down a long bar, but, I mean, boy, what a place to watch a football game. I mean, it's, it's something. Um, we uh, we we uh, we think that you know having an impact here has been has, has been uh, something that it really wasn't intended, but it's somewhat evolved that way. And um, I'm just happy that I get to be one of the one of the guys that's part of the whole rejuvenation downtown. And you're not one of these silent guys that you never see. I mean, everybody tells me, oh yeah, you can see him down there. You know, he'll say hi to you at the bar and so forth. You actually enjoy it yourself, right? You haven't stopped playing. Oh no, no, I love it. I mean, I love uh, you know I, I got a day job here running running a business. Uh, and uh, I love running businesses, but at the end of the day, the great thing is I get to go down to the Long Bar or uh, Prohibition Bar over at Golden Gate, and I get to meet customers. And and um, you know, you get to share share an experience. And uh, um, for me, 
I just love people that come to Las Vegas. Everybody that comes has a story. Either it's an anniversary, a birthday, a bachelor party, bachelorette party, or here on business. And and everybody's got a great story. And, and you know, the one great thing about, like, hanging out at these places is when you're in Las Vegas, everybody's happy. Everybody's leaving some of the, wor- the, the you know, the daily worries that, that we all have at home. But for me, it's such a great learning experience to see all these great people walk in through the doors and uh, and have a chance to say hello. So I feel very lucky. Well, I'm sure that this isn't the end of what you're going to do here. Talk about some of your plans coming up because I, I, I talk to everybody and they say there's no end to what can really happen here. I mean, for example, on the other side of Fremont Street, we're now seeing these cool restaurants and bars and that kind of thing. It's no longer just 99-cent buffets. Or I mean, there's some great food. You have a fantastic restaurant right here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, right here, I feel, I feel pretty proud. I brought in uh, a fellow I knew from Detroit, Joe Vacari, and, uh, and you know, the Joe Vacari Andiamo Italian Steakhouse. It is the number one restaurant in all of Las Vegas on TripAdvisor, and, and you know, and that's a destination. I mean, uh, so many people like to like to go to an Italian steakhouse and love to go to the best restaurant in Vegas. So for for us, it's been great. So I feel very fortunate we partnered with him. But then you think about all the other great things happening on Fremont East and all these new bars and restaurants and all these great things that Tony Shea's done over over in that area. And then on the west side, Symphony Park and uh, the Smith Center. Um, all, all this energy has been uh, has been terrific. And I, I'm just fortunate that I happen to be one of the guys here. Last question. You come from Detroit. I don't know if you're a Lions fan or what have you. What do you think about the Raiders if they were able to come here, or any NFL team for that matter? Would that excite you? Do you think that would be great for the area? Or is this one of those locations that just everybody's got their favorite teams and it doesn't matter? Oh no! I think uh, you know. The, the, I'm a huge sports fan. I'm, I'm a diehard baseball fan, and I love the NFL. I'm, I'm fired up about hockey. I got to be a little bit a part of the founding '75 of the Vegas hockey team. Um, you know, I, I I think sports has such a huge impact in 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 Las Vegas because there's so many sports fans that come here. I mean, I, I'm I, I think that if the Raiders come, that's terrific. I mean, I'm still I'm still very so very excited about what's going to happen here with this NHL team. Um, you know, road teams travel, uh, you know, I, you know, I, let me go back to one of your first questions. You weren't sure if I'm a Lions fan or whatnot. Yeah. I'm a, unfortunately I am a diehard Detroit Lions, Detroit Tigers, Detroit Pistons, Detroit Red Wings, Michigan Wolverines and, Mich- and Michigan State Spartan fan. So with years and years of playoff football, all the excitement in Las Vegas, how do you survive as a Lions fan? We'll find out from Derek Stevens, owner of the D Hotel, Golden Gate Casino, and much more in just a moment. Don't go away. Vegas never sleeps with Stephen Maggi returns right after this. You may not realize it. But there's a source of renewable energy right in your neighborhood, and you're helping to power it. Today, waste management is using the resources at our disposal to create energy from waste. Enough green energy to power over one million homes. It's an idea we're proud to drive forward. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green. Think waste management. 
Angstrom minerals represent a quantum leap in nutrition. Liquid minerals offer a more concentrated and quicker boost because they integrate into the body faster. Unlike that handful of pills you take every day, Angstrom minerals bypass digestion and go directly to the cells. Try Angstrom minerals for your body, your health, and your life. Register online and use your account to save 5% off your retail order every time you shop. Some restrictions apply. Please visit ElementalResearchInc.com. Are you looking to save money on your prescription medications? Are your prescription costs too high? Are you paying out of pocket for your meds? Or is your copay too high? Well, if you answered yes to any of these questions, you've got to check out the RX Cut free prescription discount card. And getting your free discount card is easy. All you do is go to the website rxcutdiscounts.com. The free RX Cut prescription discount card allows you to get significant discounts on either brand name or generic prescription medications, and it also works on meds with high copays. There are no fees, no forms, no personal information needed, and the cards are active immediately. Discount cards are also good for the entire family, and they never expire. Again, to get your free discount cards, visit rxcutdiscounts.com. You may get the free discount card either by U.S. mail, email, text, or simply print out the discount card online. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see, and there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show, but Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? (laughs) That is the case, (laughs) yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! Oh, what a great ball. 19 yards and a Raider touchdown to make it 22-3. Chester had gotten free at the five and was all alone in the end zone two yards in. That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there, and we have every week different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You're listening to Derek Stevens, owner of the D and Golden Gate Hotel and Casinos in downtown. Derek was telling us how he stays an NFL fan away from his hometown, Detroit. 
the one thing that actually kind of set me up to be um, someone that can hang in Vegas is as a Lions fan, and, 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 and just for background, you know, they've won one playoff game in my lifetime. So as a Lions fan, you always pick another team. So over the years, over the years, I've actually, I've actually had my favorite team being uh, the uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers a couple times. But the Seattle Seahawks have kind of become a team here that you see so many Seahawks jerseys here at the Longbards. It's just amazing. So um, you know, I, I, I've 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 come to be a, a fan of always an alternate team in the NFL, and you have to as a Lions fan. And it actually uh, it actually livens things up. Well, yeah, you have to go back to the 1950s to the glory days of the Lions. Well, if people want to make a trip down here, I highly recommend it. Uh, besides going to the web, uh, what should they do? Uh, check your event schedule. What do you say? Yeah, I mean, you can find out what we have going on at uh, at the D.com. And uh, on our website, we'll, uh, we'll have a lot of the information. We'll have... Uh, you know, our links to our event center and things like that that shows you all the concerts and upcoming events we're having. And, uh, um, yeah, I would say the D.com or, or even easier. Just walk in the door. I'll be at the end of Long Bar, and I'm glad to talk to anybody. That'd be great. Thanks so much, Derek. Right. We appreciate you. it. Let's take a quick stroll now, a few blocks from downtown, to a very unique museum. When you think of the city of Las Vegas, you probably think lights. Because at nighttime, the city looks like daylight. It's incredible. And now... In this day and age, you see a lot of uh, LEDs all up and down the street. But when you think of Vegas, particularly from the old movies and that kind of thing, you think neon. you got to go to the Neon Museum. It's an incredible place. And with us today to talk about it is Rob McCoy, the president and CEO of the Neon Museum. Rob, this is a really unique museum. Isn't it? I mean, it's nothing like I've ever seen. No, there's really not. And first of all, welcome to the Neon Museum and Boneyard. And congratulations on your show. Wish you nothing but the best. Um, as you know, Las Vegas is one-of-a-kind city, and so it only makes sense that we would have a one-of-a-kind museum. And this is the only museum of its kind in the world that showcases probably the great, iconic uh, neon art forms of the 20th century. There's no place like it. It's really something, and it's not the typical museum where you walk in and there's particular displays and so forth. You're walking outside, and you know you call it a boneyard. So kind of tell people what they expect to see, because I think it's going to really surprise them. Well, you know, we have over 600 artifacts in the collection. Uh, many of them are whole signs. Some of them are only parts of signs. Um, but all of the great signs of the Las Vegas Strip from the 20th century, the sands, the Sahara, the Desert Inn, the dunes, uh, the Stardust, which was the largest freestanding sign ever on the Las Vegas Strip. Um, and then we have what we call the motel section. And a lot of people forget that we had a great motel row, not only on Fremont Street, but also on Las Vegas Boulevard. And then we have a number of businesses uh, local businesses that are also represented. And we have two tours. So we have a daytime tour, <clears throat> excuse me, where you can kind of see the nuts and bolts of the signs, how they're constructed. Then we have uh, a totally different tour at nighttime where we showcase the lights and sort of the mystique and the design of the signs. Yeah, and it's really something to see, and it brings you back. And really, for the person that wants to dig into that vintage Las Vegas, the real history of it, 
This is told by that. Like, for example, you're talking about the motels. Yeah, one time, while well, gambling's always been uh, the big draw, at the same time, this was a place where you went out and hung out by the pool and enjoyed the desert sun. Well, that's absolutely right. And a lot of the major hotels started that way. They were basically glorified motels that had these faults incredibly beautiful and creative fronts on them. Uh, you know, it wasn't until the late 50s and the 60s where we started going high-rise. So um, it's, it's the city has changed a lot. Uh, we, we call it the Manhattanization of Las Vegas, and that's kind of where we're at right now. One thing we don't want to lose is the lore and sort of the romance of old Vegas. You know, I, I'm, I, I say constantly, we're the only city in the world that implodes its landmark buildings, but saves the signs. Well, thank God they do. Uh, this place is really interesting, and people don't just walk around here. They actually have docent-led tours, that kind of thing? Yes, our primary tour is a docent-led tour. It's about an hour long. Uh, both during the daytime and during the evening hours. We have, however, just opened up our um, satellite boneyard, our north boneyard, for self-guided tours between the hours of 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. Monday through Friday. Uh, routinely, our docent-led tours are sold out, and people will come to the museum. They're disappointed. Well, we can point them to the north boneyard and say, hey, if you want to take a look-see, here you go. Well, that's great. Now, you know, also, even in this part of Las Vegas Boulevard, it's just north of downtown. It seems to me that you have stuff even out on the street, which is really kind of cool. It kind of leads you right to uh, the museum, which is easy to find. Yes, that, that's part of our scenic byways program. And there is a, a plan in place that several of the iconic signs will be restored and placed in the center of Las Vegas Boulevard from Washington Avenue, just down the street from us, all the way to Sahara Avenue. And we currently have six six signs uh, in the center medium of Las Vegas Boulevard. And the most iconic sign of all is in the median right in front of our museum, and that's the Silver Slipper. Yeah, absolutely. And if you've seen any old films, you've seen that slipper. It's really incredible. Rob, now you, what I found interesting, just meeting you, you've got a long history with this town. You know, really do. My family came here in 1939, uh, so I was born and raised here. And uh, I, I half-jokingly tell folks uh, that uh, the signs in our boneyard are like members of my family because I literally grew up with them and have very fond memories. And so this place is very special to me and my family. So it's kind of cool that now I'm running a museum like this. Well, yeah, and just for a second, kind of talk about the changes you've seen because you went from a place that was, you know— relatively small, you know, and, they, and it became a little bit of a tourist thing. Did you ever think you would see a place that now has 2 million people living here? Well, it's funny you should mention that because my family in 1939, when they arrived here, there were 7,000 people living in the Las Vegas Valley. There's now upwards, depending on who you want to believe, about 2.5 million. When I graduated from high school locally, a lot of my contemporaries went away to college, as did I. I came back. A lot of them didn't. And I've stayed in touch with some of them, and they have said, Rob, do you ever regret not leaving Las Vegas like we did? And I go, are you kidding me? I said, I have been a witness to history because there will never be another city created like this ever again in the United States. Well, there's no question about it. Do you have any kind of events here? I mean, there's so many things going on. I'm wondering, do you ever have any special things where you bring folks in? Uh, the nighttime thing is is a must. I mean, don't you probably should see it twice because it is two different places. 
We have a number of corporate events. Uh, folks are able to rent the museum for an evening. Uh, we have a tremendous amount of weddings. Uh, folks want to get married uh, both in the main boneyard and also in the north boneyard. And, um, and we have receptions and business events all the time. So, yeah, we, we do lease it out. Uh, you know, there's so many different things here. You, you, you guys have to see it for yourself. What are your favorites? Do you have like two or three that are your particularly in, in your own mind? Like, wow, this is so unusual. It's so cool. Steve, that's like asking me, who's my favorite grandchild? <laughs> oh, you know, I would have to say the Silver Slipper, which is out front in front of our visitor's center. It, it is iconic. Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi continues following these brief messages. Dark shame, darling, dark shame. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach that does so much more than just business. Logan, do you find that people come to you thinking about business and ended up leaving where it's really about their entire life? That's actually a great question because what I find is that people often come to me and ask, am I a business coach, am I a career coach, am I a life coach? And I say, I don't care what you call me because when you change any part of your life, so if we're talking about your career or your relationship, it's going to change everything. So when we make changes in one part, it touches every part of our life. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about about you and what you're doing? Sure. You can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan at loganreadcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreadcoaching.com. Waste management has earth-friendly plans that fit the biggest corporations and recycling programs to help smaller companies get started. We're there for you every night and on the job with you every day. When you put waste management to work, you get an environmental partner and big ideas for every size business. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. To learn more, visit WM.com. Football is coming to Vegas. I felt that one way up here. And your home for all things Raiders is RaiderHistorian.com. Visit RaiderHistorian.com for a look at the game, the philosophy, and the personalities that have made the Raiders one of the most storied franchises in sports. The dynasty is at RaiderHistorian.com. Just win, baby. Hello? Lisa, it's Janet. What's wrong? Bridesmaids dresses for Lindsay's wedding. Oh no, tell me they're not fuchsia. Oh, they're not fuchsia. Then what? Oh, they're gaudy, aren't they? All ruffles and lace. <laughs> Great. We'll look like a chorus line. No, no, no. They're really quite simple. It's the material I'm most concerned about. Oh, I knew it. I specifically said no chiffon. I mean, it's so passe. I just don't it's think. It's not chiffon. Then what? They're made out of old yellow pages. What? I didn't catch that. It sounded like you said they're made out of old yellow pages. Yep. I'm afraid you heard right. It's got something to do with recycling and good karma on her wedding day. That's special. I'm not going to know whether a guy's checking me out or just looking for the number of a good mechanic. Funny. Very funny. There's a better way to recycle your outdated Dex phone books. Find out just how easy we've made it in your neighborhood. Call 1-877-2-GET-DEX or log on to DexKnows.com. 
I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Well, does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Does your company need an entertaining and informative on-hold message? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. That's why thousands turn to the pros at Black Eagle Sound Design. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. At Black Eagle Sound Design, you get Hall of Fame professionalism, royalty-free music, and a 100% buyout, meaning the commercials are yours to do with as you please. See website for details. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. It's time you worked with the best, and Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. I'm Adele Poole, one of the many talents you'll hear at Black Eagle Sound Design. Visit us at BESD.US. Black Eagle Sound Design, because the voice you choose matters. You're listening to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. You are listening to Rob McCoy, president and CEO of the Neon Museum. Rob was just telling us his favorite sign might be the silver slipper sign. Any others that jump out at you, Rob? I would probably say the Stardust sign um, and probably the Moulin Rouge sign. The Stardust sign, because it, as I mentioned, it was the largest freestanding sign ever on the Las Vegas Strip. When it was given to us by the Boyd family, Bill Boyd of Boyd Gaming, um, he paid for it to have it cut up into six pieces and shipped down the street to us. And to tell you how expensive that is, that was a quarter of a million dollar move for that sign. Um, so these things are not inexpensive. The Moulin Rouge sign has great um, uh, American um, sort of social interest to it. Uh, it was built in West Las Vegas, which was predominantly black. And this was the hotel that was built for black stars on the Strip who were not allowed to socialize, even though they were working there. They would go over and they would stay at the Moulin Rouge. Yeah, and I understand that was a real exciting time and so forth. But for whatever reason, it, it didn't last. Unfortunately, you know, they cut out the segregation to the, in the rest of uh, the Strip. Well, I can tell you one reason why it didn't last, and that's because of Frank Sinatra. Um, when Sammy Davis Jr., his pal, uh, was forced to enter the strip hotels through the kitchen and then was not allowed to stay at the hotel, basically Sinatra said, no, you want me to appear in Las Vegas, they're going to be treated just like I am. He was a real barrier breaker. So as this museum goes on through decades and so forth, are you always on the lookout for this kind of thing? Do you have any things where you kind of see, like, you know, someday they're going to take that down, and when they do, we want it here? Yeah, we're very cognizant of that. Uh, it used to be when the museum first started that we would actually have to call and ask for the signs. Uh, now we are normally the first call any company makes. They say, hey, we want to give you this sign. But, you know, there are signs not only in Las Vegas, but I would say around the state that we very much would, would like to have if and when they cease to become effective. Oh, so that's interesting. So like maybe something from even like a place like Reno or, you know, Tahoe or something like that, you would take that in here as well? We absolutely would. In fact, we just uh, was offered yesterday a sign from Winnemucca, and uh, Winnemucca is up near the Idaho border. And um, so we're very much interested in that. When you talk about neon and the whole thing, the way neon works and so forth, is that something people are going to find out a little bit about, too, of kind of the whole science behind this? Mm. 
Currently, we do not offer that, but it's funny you should mention it. We are getting ready and are working on some major expansion plans uh, where we actually will move some of our operation across the street in an indoor gallery um, because there's a lot of indoor signs that we have in storage. And part of that indoor gallery will include a neon fabrication area where you will be able to see designers and sign companies actually fabricating, bending the tubes, gassing them, and electrifying them. There's two really great museums in the downtown area, particularly if you stay here, but even in the Strip, you got to make the trip. This and the Mob Museum, and I understand you guys work together. We do. There's a joint ticket that you can buy um, that gives you both museums for one price. You know, people always make fun of the people that go to Hoover Dam, you know, and that kind of thing. Oh, they don't like the real excitement of Las Vegas. Let me tell you, these museums are different than what you know, get past the word museum. It's so much more. Oh, it absolutely is, and the future is very bright for this museum. A lot of expansion uh, will be coming up and um, just great things ahead. And do you work with the Young Electric uh, Museum sign? They made most of these signs. Do they get involved with this? Yes. uh, Yesco has been a great help to us over the years. The, the, The collection started actually 20 years ago. Some of the sign designers wanted to save some of the old signs and they started storing them on the back lot of Yesco. Uh, The museum's only been open for four years. Uh, So Yesco's played an integral part in this. I know by this point, people want to say, we want to see this. So so let's tell them how they get there and then all the different ways they can find out about it. Well, we're in old, historic downtown Las Vegas. We're at 770 Las Vegas Boulevard North, uh, near the 95 Expressway, in an area that's been deemed by the city as a cultural corridor. Um, We have currently 19 tours total. Uh, a day, both day and night. The daytime tour is $19, and the night tour is a little more expensive. It's it's $25. If you want to add on uh, a self-guided tour in the Neon North Boneyard, uh, that'll be an additional $5 onto your uh, current ticket. If you just want to do the self-guided tour by itself, it's $10. Okay, this all sounds great. And people want to get a head start and look. Uh, where are you on the web? Uh, neonmuseum.org. That's easy. Hey, thanks a lot. Best of luck. Thanks, Stephen. Good luck with the show. Coming up, great lobster at a great price. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Stick around. Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi continues following these brief messages. I got rhythm. I got music. I got my gal who could ask for anything more. You'd never suspect that you could find natural beauty as part of a working landfill. You can. Today, waste management landfills provide more than 17,000 acres of protected land for wildlife habitats. Working closely with communities and the Wildlife Habitat Council, we can ensure there will be protected space for native animal and plant life to thrive. From everyday collection to environmental protection, think green, think waste management. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. 
That's westernfreepress.com. When you go to Las Vegas, you have to know what you're going to go see. And there's no better place on the web to go than VitalVegas.com. You hear Scott Robin, our Vegas insider, every week on the show. But Scott's got a lot more there. What are people going to find when they go to your site, Scott? Everything you need to know about Las Vegas from shows and restaurants and a lot of inside dirt that you won't hear anywhere else. And a lot of photos, too, and a lot of snark, right? That is the case. (laughs) Yes. You can't miss it. VitalVegas.com. It's a must when you come to Las Vegas. VitalVegas.com. I know what you're thinking. Why would I need a voiceover production company? Does your company need a commercial for radio or television? Are you looking to do an audiobook or web presentation? Then you need a voiceover production company. Black Eagle Sound Design is home to some of the finest voice actors, producers, and engineers in the business. Log on now to BESD.US and find out more. Black Eagle Sound Design will be there with you and your project every step of the way. On time, on target, and at a price you can afford. Visit us at BESD.US. My son Casey was a bright, fearless 20-year-old with a boundless future ahead of him. But in the blink of an eye, he was gone. While out riding a skateboard, Casey fell. He was not wearing a helmet. Our whole family wishes he was. It could have saved his life. I'm Captain Kevin Raffelli of the San Mateo Police Department. Parents, encourage your kids to strap on a helmet every time they jump on a bike, scooter, or skateboard. Think of my son Casey and use your head. Put a helmet on. It could save your life. A message from the Consumer Product Safety Commission. I had a sore in my mouth that just wouldn't go away. And after a couple of weeks, I went to my doctor. A sore, lump, or thick patch in your mouth or throat could be a symptom of oral cancer. My doctor told me I was smart to come in. He said that oral cancer is more common in African-American men than in any other group in the U.S. It turns out I did have oral cancer. But it was caught early and my treatment was successful. I'm glad I got it checked. That probably saved my life. If you're an African-American man, you need to know about oral cancer. Visit a doctor or dentist if you see changes in your mouth that don't go away after two weeks. It's important to get an oral cancer exam because if you do have cancer, the earlier it's caught, the better. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, National Institutes of Health. Welcome back to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. When you visit Las Vegas, when it comes to dining, you're looking for one of two things. You're either looking for that incredible meal that you'll never forget, or you're looking for a real bargain, a really great deal. Found a place that you can do both. It's incredible. It's called Lobster Me. It's in a couple of places. It's in the uh, Miracle Mile shops over by Planet Hollywood and over by the Venetian and the Grand Canal shops. And with me is Mark Levisseur. He is the executive culinary director for this restaurant group that... Really, what a fantastic idea. I imagine people are going nuts over this. They are because, um, you know, the, the great thing about things uh, like lobster and, and the concept of lobster me is that uh, 
um, in addition to being great food, seafood based, you know, obviously lobster heavy, um, it also evokes memories of people when they've been traveling. And Vegas is one of those hybrids of uh, the, the nation where everybody visits. You can live anywhere else on the planet, nobody visits you, but if you live in Vegas, everybody comes. And it just evokes, you know, brings back some of the memories of other travels that people might have had. Yeah, and I know people from the Northeast, I'm hearing from all sorts of people. The people from the Northeast say, yeah, it's the real deal, it's the exact thing. And, you know, I have relatives that would kill for lobster like this, and yet it's affordable. What a great idea. I mean, I, I got to think that the response is exciting to people because it's a way that they can really live the luxurious life without emptying out their wallets. It is. I mean, it, you know, when it comes down to, uh, in its simplest form, is it's a lobster sandwich. So it's you get you get a nice amount of lobster and those great flavors. Uh, and in terms of its, of its uh, authenticity, I'm also from Maine. I didn't tell you that yet, but uh, yeah. So um, I, I was, you know, born from Maine. So I can attest to the fact that it's uh, it's authentic. Yeah, you know, and of course the lobster roll is famous, but there's a lot more there. I want to talk about a couple of things. One of the things that seems to be sweeping the nation, except, again, way more expensive if you get in your restaurant, is mixing the great lobster with the wonderful macaroni and cheese. Uh, and you do a version here. Uh, again, if people take into that right away. Macaroni and cheese is one of those comfort foods and then you could, that you can kind of dress it up, right? So, um, you know, you take macaroni and cheese, you add a little bit of lobster, it became something luxurious. We do the same thing with a grilled cheese sandwich. I mean, who doesn't like grilled cheese sandwich? It's uh, one of our old, you know, staples. But if you use some brie, a little bit of gruyere, and throw some lobster in between, <laughs> that's pretty decadent too. Yeah, that's not bad, <laughs> let me tell you. And there's some fun things here. There's something you gotta explain to me. What is the lobsicle? Sometimes in its purest form, people want to enjoy things. And a lobsicle is essentially a lobster tail on a stick. So not unlike a popsicle, right? So in this case, we've got a, uh, a what we call it the naked tail, where it's um, marinated in a little bit of mustard and then put on the flat top and seared, so we get a nice grill. Uh, and then we've got a version where it's dipped into a batter and, and deep fried. Depends on you know what, what, what floats your fancy. You know, if you, if you want lobster, this is it. It's lobster on a stick. And what's cool is you look around and this menu, it's not one of these places where it's five pages long or anything. It's a pretty simple menu that's just lobster. Was this something that you decided that you didn't want to get into areas that uh, might deviate from what's the real attraction? Well, sometimes less is more, right? We don't have to make it too complicated. Again, going back to things like the, uh, the grilled cheese or the, uh, uh, the lobster roll in its essence, just keep it simple. Stay focused and, and, and work on that plan. And that's kind of what we've done here. We've, we've actually expanded a little bit into some other sea, uh, seafood areas, uh, crab and, and shrimp as well. Um, but again, stay simple. We've got lobster rolls, we've got crab rolls, we've got shrimp rolls. We've got uh, grilled cheese, and macaroni and cheese, the lobsicles. And that's kind of the mission. Just keep it simple, do it right. In terms of marketing, you know, it's a little bit different... Uh because it's not in a particular hotel, although it's near, I mean, it's right on the strip in a couple of places. How do you grab some of those people that may not know, you know, the tasty treats that are here? Sure. Well, I mean, we've got a lot in this particular, uh, in both venues, actually, there's a lot of uh, people coming through. Um, they're wandering from one end of the hotel to the other. Um, our facade uh, kind of evokes what's going on here. It screams lobster, it screams seafood. Um, so a lot of times, um, you know, it's just that catches that person's fancy on the way by. You know, this is a place where people come to spend some money and you know what? It's a treat. Let's go for it. But in this case, they actually get a value because it is, you know, uh, uh, 
a simple concept where you can't afford it. You can enjoy it, you can spring for it, and you can enjoy it. Um, the team comes out and will offer uh, guests that are um, you know, in the area something new. If they've ordered, maybe we give them a little sample of something so they can try it and get that talk going. You know, and that's kind of it. A lot of engagement. Engagement is, is key. Yeah, and I was going to ask you about that. The atmosphere here is really cool, and even though it is quote-unquote fast food, it's a different experience. I mean, the people that are working here are excited about it. As you say, free samples and so forth. And once you order, you go sit down, they bring it to your table. Uh, it's just kind of trying to take the concept of fast food and kick it up a notch. Well, I, I wouldn't consider this fast food. I think it would be uh, great food, faster. Um, and that and that's kind of it. Is We just want to promote the, the quality, uh, the convenience, um, uh, the experience, and, and, and that, you know, that... That, that memory, that, that flavor that you're looking for, something that's above and beyond a traditional fast food joint or a traditional quick serve place. Oh yeah, in terms of quality of food, it is way outside of that. Also, you can get your version of the Bloody Mary, the Lobster Mary, so what's that? <laughs> well, everybody likes uh, Bloody Mary here in Las Vegas and, and elsewhere. Uh, we've dressed ours up with a little bit of Old Bay seasoning around the rim, and uh, there's a nice sized lobster tail uh, excuse me, a nice sized lobster claw that's joining the uh, the mix. Nice and spicy, and of course the vodka's there too. Yeah, and that's nice, and maybe the tail, maybe that's an idea for future. It might be a bigger drink. Right, you take one of the lobsicles, maybe use it as a stirrer. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's tell folks how they can get there again. First of all, if they want to check it out before they come on the web, you got a great website. What is that? It is lobsterme.com. Uh, quite simple. Uh, L-O-B-S-T-E-R-M-E.com. Okay, and then when they want to come out, there's two great locations. Talk about those and how easy it is to get here. Um, you can visit us at either one, either of our properties at the Miracle Mile Shops uh, across from the casino entrance at Planet Hollywood and at the Grand Canal Shops in the uh, Venetian Hotel. Thanks so much. You got any plans for any future? Uh, I, I mean, I can see a whole chain of these things. Are, they're just so popular. You can just see people walking by. Everybody's drooling, if even if they're not stopping. We've always got plans for a new development, and we've got other concepts that are in the works and, and being grown every day. Well, make sure you tell us when another one opens up, and thanks so much for being with us. <laughs> you bet. Thank you very much for having me on. Up next, time for our weekly visit with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. Don't go anywhere. anywhere. Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi returns right after this. Baby, baby, it looks like it's gonna hell. I'm here with Logan Reed, my own personal business coach. You know, a lot of people may think this is all a bunch of psychobabble and that kind of thing. But in reality, this is stuff that on the surface may seem like we're going to explore our background. But actually, we're just getting really in touch with ourselves to see how we can be more successful. Is that what you try to do with people? It is. So I'm not so interested in what's happened in the past. What I'm looking for is where people are now, where they want to be, and coaching always takes place in the gap. So what are the things, where are the places where they're getting stopped that's in that gap? And then when we move through those, they end up having what they want, whatever their goal is for themselves. Okay, we're all excited about it now. So how do we get involved? How do we get more information about, about you and what you're doing? Sure, you can give me a call at 360-529-1848 or email me at logan 
at loganreedcoaching.com. And you could also check out my website if you want to learn more about me at loganreedcoaching.com. Dear Daddy, Dear Mom, I love you. I miss you. I'm proud to call you my father. Every year, Snowball Express honors the children of our fallen military, heroes who made the ultimate sacrifice for our nation. Hi, everybody. I'm Tony Orlando. Did you know that more than 8,500 children have lost a parent in military service since 9-11? Our soldiers died fighting for our freedom, and their children, they continue to suffer the loss. Join me in proudly supporting Snowball Express, a nonprofit charity that creates opportunities to help heal the children of our fallen heroes. Their year-long efforts culminate in a special week of fun, friendship, and hope. We can never fully express the gratitude for the ultimate sacrifice our soldiers have made, but we can honor them by giving back to their children. Please, you join me? Donate now at snowballexpress.org. With all the talk of fake news today, it's getting harder to know who to trust. Thousands of websites, millions of opinions, even the mainstream media has gotten caught in dishonest reporting. Now, if you're looking for information you can trust, why don't you try westernfreepress.com. At Western Free Press, they let you know where they stand and you can judge for yourself. No fake news, no feigned objectivity, just straight news and strong opinion. That's westernfreepress.com. Football is coming to Vegas. I felt that one way up here. And your home for all things Raiders is RaiderHistorian.com. Visit RaiderHistorian.com for a look at the game, the philosophy, and the personalities that have made the Raiders one of the most storied franchises in sports. The dynasty is at RaiderHistorian.com. Just win, baby. Now, let's return to Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. At this time each week, we spend a few minutes with your Vegas insider, Scott Robin of VitalVegas.com. By the way, you really need to visit Vital Vegas. It's a blog that discusses everything that happens in Las Vegas. Scott knows this town better than anyone I've ever seen, so much so that he seems to be first with every Vegas story and all the news ahead of television, radio, and newspapers. It's really quite fascinating. It's VitalVegas.com. We're going to see the the removal of Vegas Vicky, which I always like better than Vegas Vic, over at the Glitter Gulch, which I think was an old strip club. But it's part of this whole thing with the Las Vegas Club. Talk a little. It is kind of a big deal that that's coming down, but it's, I guess it's going to come back, right? And then Derek Stevens has taken over the Las Vegas Club. So what do we expect to see from that whole block? Well, it is as you said, it is a full block of development. It's going to include... Uh, some really rather iconic uh, buildings there. The Las Vegas Club, Glitter Gulch Strip Club, as you mentioned, Mermaids. 
and uh, that whole stretch is going to be leveled. So Vegas Vicky is, she's right up there with Vegas Vic as, as a really kind of iconic Las Vegas neon sign. Uh, a lot of people who were consulting with the Stevens brothers, they're the ones who, who uh, bought it, uh, Derek and Greg, had said, you know, we should really just, you know, demolish these signs with these buildings. They're very old and they're falling apart and rusted out. But Derek Stevens, to his credit, said, you know, we really need to try and salvage her because it, she's known around the world. And so they're spending a lot of money bringing this thing down. They're doing it uh, over the course of a, a few days because she's in such bad shape. Uh, I think they're gonna they're gonna pack it up and store it, and then they're gonna have it restored. I don't know that they're gonna pay to have that happen, but there are a number of entities that I think are are looking for funding to do that. It'll be about a hundred thousand dollars to restore her. She's likely to come back to Fremont Street, so people will again be able to see her. Uh, the I've seen renderings of where they're thinking of putting it, and it looks like it could be in the vicinity. Although uh, the odds of it being at this new resort are, aren't aren't big but she will be back and she'll be shiny and new and her i'm sure she'll be updated for the uh for this so her shirt will be her skirt will be shorter and her blouse will be tighter because you know vegas vicky has to change with the times too <laughs> well that's it for this week thanks for joining us and remember to visit each weekend for another great trip to las vegas this is steven maggie reminding you vegas never sleeps We'll see you next week for more excitement and energy from the desert. This is Vegas Never Sleeps with Stephen Maggi. The two tight ends are lined up as tight ends. Back goes Darrell to pass. He's looking for Smith, but instead goes down the middle. Chester, touchdown Raiders! That is the Oakland Raiders. No, not the Oakland Raiders of 2017, but the Oakland Raiders of 1972. And that's what we're talking about on a new feature called RaiderHistorian.com. You go there and we have every week... Different highlights from years of the past, including a look back at Al Davis, the owner, all the great games, the rivalries, the philosophy of the team, and so forth. It's a must as the Raiders head to Las Vegas in just another few years. If you're here in Las Vegas, you got to know that history. And if you're from Oakland and L.A., you'll want to relive that as well. RaiderHistorian.com.